Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? Yeah! It's time now. Benny versus the Penny. That it is. We are back at it trying to make you money and try not to embarrass ourselves picking NFL games as we head into week four. Now, we already had the Thursday night game. You know the outcome there. We had the Eagles. Uh, that was the... The pick we we picked the Eagles on the game, so uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll get into the rest of the weekend. Now we will not be talking about the Jets; uh, they are not playing. We'll not be talking about the 49ers. Jets are 0 and 3. 49ers are 3 and 0. But those are the teams we've started the bye weeks, and there's only two teams that are by on the bye week this week, so we won't talk about them. But uh, uh, Gascon is with me on this now. Gascon, you are the keeper of the stats. Before we look forward, we must look back and see how we did here as we try to buck the odds and pick winners and, and all that in the NFL. And uh, so the uh, the question here, Gascon, is how did we do pressing our luck, pressing our luck a week ago? Matt, it was a bounce-back week for you versus the penny, and it was a dynamite week number three. You are 12 up and just four down in week number three. That's a uh, job... <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, about that. That's, this that's, is free, by the way. This is free. Tried, true, and tested. Yeah. Uh, week week one, you were thirteen and three, and then week number three, twelve and four. So that is uh, lights out for two of the three weeks. We will forget week two. That's what fine. was my week two? Where I was like six, uh, six and, and six and ten. Yeah, six and ten. So I was four under five hundred then, but I'm way over five hundred on the year. Like if you bet every game, which you shouldn't do. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing for you is that you finally got away after two weeks. You finally got away from the Miami Dolphins. You, <laughs> you finally divorced yourself from yeah, them. Yeah, I learned a valuable, valuable lesson there. And for those that are new to this podcast, Benny versus the Penny, we did this on radio probably for 15 years or so. We did Benny versus the Penny. But I feel like it works better here on the podcast because – uh, I would. I, I'm obsessive with these notes, right? I, I try to absorb all this material, so I, I would. I would put a lot of time handicapping these dopey games, and I wouldn't be able to get it all out there because we because on the radio we have time restraints that we don't have on the podcast and all that. So the, the, my advice has always been: people email me from time to time. They say, "Well, what's this all about? Should I just bet every game?" No, you should not bet every game. 
money management is the key to gambling. It's becoming more popular, but money management is is important here. Uh, but it's also the way I, I look at this is that you you I will give you my opinion on the game. Now, if my opinion aligns with your opinion, that's a game you should probably bet on because we agree. But and, and sometimes maybe I'll be able to twist your mind around, do a mind mind hack, and, and be able to to twist you around into a different way. But uh, so so that's how I, you should do Betty versus the Penny. But let's get right into it. We I did bring back some questions. I got some complaints from people. Hey, you didn't put any dopey questions in, so we'll get trivial which is a word uh, Looney used to say to me uh, when I would do the Insta trivia and all that. Uh, And so, again, the the goal is here. We're pressing our luck. Big money. We want big money. No whammies. No whammies. All right? Fair enough. Let's do this damn thing. All right, here we go. Uh, Carolina at Houston. One and two versus two and one. It's on Fox with Kenny Albert and Rondé Barber. The Texans opened a four-point favorite. They're a a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The pick is in. I am going to take the Carolina Panthers here. Now, a couple of reasons why. And I know people are not buying what Kyle Allen is selling. He only played one game here this year, but he pitched uh, a gem in Arizona last week. This is a much more difficult uh, test. I believe the value is on the side of Carolina. The Panthers played a complete game last week. They will look to use that, obviously, as a catalyst there to try to springboard their season back to 500 after losing back-to-back home games. How do you make up for a home loss? Win a game on the road. That's how, how you do it. Uh, and then secondly, when you bet on the Texans, you're dependent on Deshaun Watson. Which Deshaun Watson will show up? Watson has been like a volatile stock, right? Up and down and all around. Uh, for example, he played like flatulence against Jacksonville a couple weeks back and then was dominant Deshaun Watson against the Chargers in L.A., this past week. But that lack of consistency is disturbing as a gambler. And the Panthers have an above average pass rush. We know the offensive line for the Texans is much maligned and whatnot. I expect this to be a 50 50 game, which means it's going to be a tight game, uh, even though it's not a divisional game, it's an interconference game. But I'm really banking on the fact that I'm right that Kyle Allen is a at least a slightly above average quarterback that he somehow got the cheat code here and teams haven't figured him out yet. And if I'm right about that and, and, and everything was better because of Kyle Allen, better quarterback play, then Carolina will be in the winner's circles. I think they win the game outright. I don't need the points. I'll take the points. Carolina 28, Houston 27. Unlike you, the penny likes Deshaun Watson. We'll take the Houston Texans. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, let's get trivial. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield, five interceptions in the fourth quarter through the first three weeks of the season. That is tied with blank for the most by any quarterback over his team's first three games of a season in the last 25 years. Again, Baker Mayfield, five interceptions in the fourth quarter this year, tied with blank the most by any QB over the first three games of a season the past 25 years. I'll fill in the blank in a couple of minutes. So if you have the answer, just hold on to it. Just hold on to it. Uh, Next up, Cleveland at Baltimore. It's on CBS with Greg Gumbel and Trent Green. The Ravens opened up a five-point favorite. They are a seven-point favorite at home in Maryland. It's going to be sunny and 86 degrees at kickoff at M&T Bank Stadium. I'm taking the Brownies in this game. I'm going to take Cleveland. Uh, I I know that's not the popular pick by popular people, but I'll tell you why. First of all, Cleveland, they're in the eye of the storm right now. This offseason makeover uh, has not paid dividends, obviously, yet. They're under 500. They had some embarrassing losses to start the year here. This would be the perfect time to turn the ship around here with Baker Mayfield, who has been a total bust, an abject failure at quarterback. He's 13th in bad throws in the NFL I'm surprised he's not higher than that. But and it's not like the receivers have dropped that many passes. They've dropped six passes, but that that number wouldn't go up that much. Baker Mayfield's completing 56.9% of his passes. That is worst among quarterbacks who have started three games. There's no one worse than Baker Mayfield as far as accuracy. His quarterback rating of 70 is also dead last in the NFL. Garbage. So why am I taking the Cleveland Browns? Why would I do that? Because I don't believe in the Ravens' defense, and I think there's a scenario where Mayfield can have a breakout game. The Ravens' defense is a soft spot. They're 27th in pass defense, ahead of the Dolphins by three yards. Uh, all right, they're barely ahead of the Dolphins. This is an opportunity for Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry to abuse that secondary. But Mayfield's got to get him the ball. There's going to be open receivers here. There's going to be chunk plays, big big yardage plays here for the Browns this week. They got to take advantage. Now, the second thing, and you know, the yin to the yang here is uh, Lamar Jackson. Uh, the story is the first two weeks. Lamar Jackson has has come come of age. He's evolved. He's a, he's now a legit passing quarterback. Well, based on last week, that looks like smoke and mirrors. Against he put up those great numbers against horseshit teams, the Dolphins and the Cardinals, and then he got smashed around by the vanilla Kansas City Chiefs defense. It was atrocious. Not only was he a quarterback, he was atrocious. He had uh, you know, no touchdowns last week, no touchdown passes, averaged barely six yards per attempt, barely 50% completion percentage, and had a passer rating of 70. 
I mean, that's 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 the old uh, Lamar Jackson from last year. That kind of performance that you expected. And 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 the other thing, you're, the reason like the Browns, the Browns have a pretty good defense. Pretty good defense. They have the tenth best pass defense in the NFL. Cleveland. Uh, you look at this here. They, they really they, they, the two games they lost here. They had some issues. They 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 played well against the Jets, a bad team. Obviously, the Ravens a better team. But if the if the Browns can win this game, the last time they got off to a two and zero start on the road was nineteen ninety four. All right, nineteen ninety four. Uh, in this rivalry, the road team has covered twelve of the last eighteen. But as we say every week, one of the the mantras of our show. A Benny versus the Penny. Anytime you get over seven points in a divisional game, divisional games are usually closer. You don't ask questions. You take the points. You, you put a smile on your face. Browns will win this game outright. Browns 24, Ravens 20. Penny is telling you here, go with the Cleveland Browns. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, let's pay off the let's get trivial question. Baker Mayfield, five interceptions in the fourth quarter, tied with blank for the most by any quarterback over the first three games of a season the past 25 years. What's your answer, Gascon? Uh, normally, I think you'd go with a Manning here, but I will go deeper into the pocket, and I'll say Brett Favre. Yeah, Brett Favre's not a bad option. He would be at the tail end of that last 25-year run. Actually, not the tail end. The second half of his career. Yeah. That's that's not it. Uh, it is Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. And it was only a couple years ago in 2016. Was he in Buffalo? Uh, boy, it's hard to... I think he was in Buffalo. Yeah. Actually. He's, I mean, he changes teams every year. 
He changes teams like Floyd Mayweather changes underwear. Oh. Uh, it's a daily experience. All right, next up, keep the train moving. Gascon wants to go quick. He wants to get the hell out of here. Washington oh. 0-3 at the New York Giants 1-2. It's on Fox. You better watch. Tom Brenneman, Chris Spielman on the call here. The Giants opened a three-point favorite. Actually, a two-point favorite. They're a three-point favorite. The weather, mild weather, 77 degrees, mostly sunny in Jersey at MetLife Stadium, scheduled for kickoff. I, I've gone back and forth on this game, but ultimately I decided that I'm going to take the Giants. I, I don't like this per se because I'm going with the public, uh, and, and there's an obsession with Danny Dimes mania here. Daniel Jones, who gave the Giants franchise a shot of adrenaline uh, for a team that was in in disarray. But remember, the perception would be much different here. If Tampa Bay makes that field goal, you'd be like, well, he played well, but they didn't win the game, right? He would have eaten an L in his maiden voyage as a quarterback. But Jones, I, he, he was he was good. The only bugaboo is he he fumbled a couple times, and and you fumble, you, you know, that's a 50-50 thing when you fumble and all that. But I, I read a stat that uh, Pro Football Focus had that since they've been around, uh, Daniel Jones is the first quarterback ever pressured at least 12 times that had a perfect passer rating. So he was cool under pressure, cool as a cucumber, as the old cliche goes. And he was pressured on 47% of his snaps uh, last week. So I, I bring that up. You know, the, the Redskins do not have a great defense. They're trying to redeem themselves here. That's the second thing. Embarrassed on national TV. They were down 28 to nothing to the Chicago Bears. Uh, and, and so it's great that they want to bounce back. But can they? Like, Washington is a team that is a hot mess. They play hard for Jay Gruden. They have some grit. They have some pesky players. But you got to have talent, and they are lacking in that department. If one player sums up the Redskins, it's Landon Collins. Landon Collins is the guy that the Redskins just made the highest-paid safety in NFL history. Gave him an $84 million contract. So far this season, the highest-paid safety in NFL history has zero interceptions, Zero fumbles forced, zero sacks, zero passes defended. And he's also missed a bunch of tackles. You talk about a return on investment for for the Redskins from Landon Collins and, and the Washington secondary has been uh, been embarrassing. I, I believe that Daniel Jones will play very well in this game. He'll put up his numbers. He will turn the ball over a couple times. It'll be a back-and-forth, high-scoring game. Redskins will put up some points against the soft, Cheese, Giants defense. But in the end, Giants 34, Redskins 30. Penny was going with the G-Men. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and 
and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. All right, next up, the L.A. Chargers at the Miami Dolphins. It's on CBS. Tom McCarthy and Jay Feely will have a lot of garbage time here. Dolphins 0-3, Chargers 1-2. Line on this game open at 16. It's anywhere from 16 to 16.5. The line I have says 16, so we'll use that. Uh, And I am going to take the Chargers here. I'm going to take the Chargers. I don't love this pick per se, but the Chargers, because they've been malingering, uh, they have they've been in games they've lost here but they've made some some stupid plays. Philip Rivers in particular late in games, the old warhorse Philip Rivers, the old veteran. The the Chargers rank fifth in the NFL in total yards, but they are twenty first in points per game. So there's a lack of execution in the red zone, and Philip Rivers has been great for three quarters. He can't put that fourth quarter uh, stigma. Behind first three quarters, Rivers is completing over 70% of his passes, no interceptions. But in the fourth quarter, he's he's completing barely 55% of his passes, no touchdowns, two interceptions in the first three games of the year. He's been bad. Now, the Miami game is usually an extra bye week here, but you still have to show up. Dating back to week 17 of last season, the Dolphins, Congratulations. They have become the first team to lose four consecutive games by at least 25 points. You got to go back to the Boston Patriots in in the 1968-1969 seasons. The last time that happened. So congratulations to the Dolphins franchise. You've done a wonderful job. I did find a positive. The Dolphins, 21% of their passes have traveled over 20 yards downfield. All right, 20 yards downfield. That's the highest in the NFL. Of course, most of those passes drop incomplete, and you've got Josh Rosen, who I, I love how bad the Dolphins are. That People are saying, well, Josh Rosen was a breath of fresh air. He had a <laughs> passer rating of 73 and completed 50% of his passes and is considered, and no touchdowns at halftime, and people say, oh, very impressive and all. I mean, come on. It's uh, ridiculous. Now, typically, I would say take the points, take the points, don't bet the game, take the points, but the Dolphins aren't trying. They are not trying. The Chargers will be the desperate team here. They don't want to start out 1-3. and 1-3 and three is a bad situation. 2-2 two and two is acceptable. Chargers, 37. Dolphins, 17. 
Penny agrees with you. Going with the Bolts. All right, next up, it's Benny versus the Penny. We'll keep the train moving. Oakland 1-2 at Indianapolis. This game is on CBS, and it's a uh, game with Kevin Harlan and Rich Gannon. Uh, they will call the game. The Colts open a six-point favorite. They are favored by seven. The uh, weather in this situation, 84 degrees. Not that it matters. It's in a dome. It'll be partly sunny if you're in Indianapolis. The pick is in on the Raiders and the Colts. I've gone back and forth on this game, but ultimately I've I've landed on taking the Raiders, and I'm going to take the Raiders on the points. And I understand Indy's strategy here. They're going to ride the Marlon Mack Express train, and they're going to play close to the vest with Jacoby Brissett, power running game and all that stuff. Uh, and Indy should jump out to an early lead. The Colts have been very good at home. They've won their last seven home games going back to last year, back when Andrew Luck was there. And they have not won eight consecutive games since the Peyton Manning years uh, back in the the, the first decade of the 2000s here. And and so we'll we'll see. I mean, the Raiders traditionally have been terrible against the Colts in Indy. They haven't won there. They don't play that often, but they haven't won there since 2001. And that was when our former Fox Sports Radio colleague Jim Mora was coaching (laughs) Uh, And Rich Gannon was the Raiders quarterback uh, the last time they won in Indianapolis. But the the reason that I – the main reason I bet against the Colts is the public is laying the lumber. This is one of the most lopsided uh, games this weekend. Over 70% of the bets have been on the Colts. I love to be a contrarian. I love to be against the public and be on the side of the sharp guys. So getting a touchdown – with a team that is still trying to win, unlike the Dolphins, I figure the Raiders haven't completely given up hope. They're not a hopeless bunch yet, even though they look like a Pop Warner team against the Vikings uh, last week. I expect a better effort, a more competitive game. You don't really get blown out back-to-back games. So, And also the Colts could be looking ahead. I believe they play the Chiefs in Week 5. Indianapolis will win the game, but they won't cover the spread. Colts 28, Raiders 23. Not this time for the penny. They like the Indianapolis Colts. All right, we'll keep it going. Next up, Kansas City 3-0 at Detroit 2-0-1. It's on Fox. You better watch. Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis in the Fox box that rocks calling the game. The Chiefs opened a six-point favorite. They are currently a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I'm told this is the first game that Patrick Mahomes has played indoors as an NFL player. He used to dominate when he was at Texas Tech in dome environments, but this is the first time as an NFL quarterback. The pick is in, and I am taking the Lions. I'm going to take the Lions here to cover the spread. and I, This is the ultimate contrarian pick here. It is. Uh, th- this is a, another acid test for Detroit. The Lions defense, I feel like they've overachieved that. Some of the numbers are skewed because they gave up a bunch of points in the fourth quarter to tie the Cardinals. Uh, but now they go into the lab against the, the Chiefs, where Kansas City has scored 25 or more points in 25 consecutive games. That's the longest streak in NFL history. But I, I actually like the Lions' defense to hold their own here. Trey Flowers and Snacks Harrison, when I say hold their own, I'm saying the Chiefs aren't going to score 50 in, in this particular game. Uh, but you, you also have about a 50% chance to, to win a bet when you take around uh, seven points through the first three games of the season, all right, 47.9% of NFL games have been decided by
by six points or less. And uh, and so you, you've got that working for you as well. And, and is this a letdown spot for Kansas City? Why would it be a letdown spot? The Chiefs just won a big game against the Ravens last week, a game that many people had circled on the schedule early in the year, see how they would do against Lamar Jackson. Now they play an NFC opponent, a, a team. Nobody gets up to play the Lions. And then you have another showcase game next week against the Colts which is a bigger game for Kansas City. Uh, Chiefs will win the game, but I believe they'll give up some points. The Chiefs' defense will will regress here, and I'm not buying there the real McCoy. Chiefs 34, Lions 28. No chance in hell the Penny's falling in us one. They're going with Kansas City. You can have uh, knock yourself out with Kansas City, and the Chiefs should win the game by 10, 15, you know, a thousand points, but I, I, I this Lions team, I, I like the way they're playing right now. They're off the grid, uh, so I'm going with it. All right, let's get trivial again here. It's Benny versus the Penny, as you know, from the podcast. Frank Gore was the leading rusher for uh, either team in Buffalo's win over Cincinnati last week, right? He led the game in rushing yards at age 36. He is the oldest player to be leading rusher in an NFL game since blank, all right, since blank, Frank Gore at age 36, the oldest player to lead an NFL game in rushing yards since blank. We'll give you the answer in a couple minutes. Next up, New England, 3-0 and at Buffalo, 3-0. and It's on CBS. Ian Eagle and Dan Fouts will be in Orchard Park, New York. It's going to be a, a nice day in, in, in Orchard Park, New York, 65 degrees, mostly sunny. Patriots open a six-point favorite. They are a seven-point favorite. Now, I went back and forth on this game also. But I settled on taking, and I'm going to cover my my eyes here, and I'm going to hold my nose, which apparently is running. Uh, I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. I And this is a great Patriots team. They're off to the greatest start in this last 20 years of dynasty for Bill Belichick. They appear to be the cream of the crop. Uh, they, they've gone scorched earth against the weaklings of the NFL and the Bills haven't really played anybody of no. They played the Bengals and the two teams in, in who are claiming to be from New York, the Giants and the Jets, even though they play in New Jersey. This is not great competition. And this is the degree of difficulty goes up a lot for Buffalo, but it also goes up a lot for the Patriots. The Steelers appear to be a bad, a bad team, uh, judging by their their record. And they didn't show up for that game in New England. And then they played the Dolphins and they played the Jets. So the Patriots haven't played anybody yet either. Uh, so that to me, that's equal. Uh, and, you know, I feel like, you know, it's a little insane to the membrane here because New England's point differential is 36 points higher than any other team. The Cowboys are number two, 36 points better than but the numbers are skewed. And now, now the thing that scares me about Buffalo, and you got to factor this in, Josh Allen is, he's a compass rose. He doesn't know where the ball's going. It could go north, south, east, west, you name it. And he... Th- turns the ball over a lot in his young career and that will kill you. That will that will make this a 34 to nothing type of game if he plays a game like that. But I I, I believe Buffalo they're not going to win the game. I don't think I'm crazy. I'm not that crazy like a a shit out a shit out rass uh, rat as they say. Is that the phrase Gascon? <laughs> yes. A shit house rat uh, to pick pick Buffalo to win this game. Uh However, uh, they, they they have more than a puncher's chance. They can hang in there. It's a divisional game. Remember the bedrock? We talk about it. Benny versus the penny. When the wise guys give you 
seven points or more in a divisional game. You take the points, even in a Bills-Patriots game. This is a much bigger game for the Buffalo Bills. This is an acid test game to show that there's some legitimacy, that this team's not a fraud. And so they're at home, a lot of enthusiasm there. People will be throwing dildos on the field at Tom Brady. Uh, so it's a big statement game. It's not as big a statement game for the Patriots. I mean, they've been – they're like every every year, uh, they wait till the playoffs for their statement games. Patriots will win the game, but the Bills will keep it close. Low-scoring game, Patriots 20, Bills 16. Penny likes you. They're going with the Bills and the Mafia. All right, next up, let's uh, pay off the, the trivia. Let's get trivia. The question was, Frank Gord, age 36, with a leading rusher in the Bills-Bengals game. Uh, leading rusher there. And he's the oldest player to lead the NFL, an NFL game in rushing since blank. All right, Gascon, you like old guys. You're older than me. What's your answer? Here, I'm going to go with Curtis Martin on this one. That's not a bad guess. But... It's not right. The correct answer, and you should kick yourself because this guy's a Denver Bronco. Mike Anderson? No. John Elway. <sighs> John Elway, believe it or not, at age 38 in what I believe was his final season, 1998. That's right. In a December game, uh, he was the leading rusher, the quarterback, <laughs> the leading rusher uh, in in the, that game at age 38. So that's that's the, uh, the record to break. And that seems like a record that will last a long. I don't know how many running backs are going to play until they're 40. Maybe Frank Gore will be that guy. Man, All right, you, next up. Yes? I was going to say you said running back. I wasn't thinking quarterback, but. Well, I said leading rusher. Yeah. I didn't say running back. Yeah, I know. I know. Sorry. That was a good question. Thank you. Uh, next up, Tennessee at Atlanta. A couple of one and two teams. It's on CBS. Former Laker and Knicks play-by-play guy Spiro Ditas and Adam Archuleta, whose claim to fame is working with me at the NBC Sports Network. Uh, Falcons open up a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They're currently favored by four. I'm all in on the Tennessee Titans, which sounds crazy the way they played against Jacksonville, but the Falcons are teetering on the brink. Actually, both these teams are. Dan Quinn is barely hanging on to his job. He's living in that fishbowl in Atlanta, and outside of a turnaround, he's dead man coaching here. Atlanta has been, by and large, a second division outfit. The Falcons have a feeble run defense, and that's the main reason. I expect Derrick Henry to have a big bounce-back boomerang game here for Tennessee. The entire team out of Nashville will find out what kind of pride they have at being embarrassed on national TV last week. They've had a little extra time, a little extra time to get ready. They played the Thursday night game last week, plus... Marcus Mariota, who you don't want to bet on Mariota. He had a backwards performance there. It's almost like he needs to get a GPS to find the end zone. I mean, it's brutal. The guy leads the NFL with 17 sacks, has generally been either bad or average every game. Uh, That said, this is a much better Titans team that will show up this week. And, again, trying to avoid the one-and-three start. This this is a team that has matched up the last couple of years very well against the the weak links of the NFL, the the soft serve, the non physical teams. Atlanta is in that category. Uh, so and and also I am I am told by some of my moles here that the big the big whales, the big gamblers, uh, they they are all over the Titans. I'm going to take. Uh, they're all over the, uh, the the Titans. So I'm on their side. Titans twenty four, Falcons twenty one. 
And this is scary for the Penny, too. She is going with the Titans. All right, so we agree on that game. Next up, uh, let's get to the late games. All right, we're in the late games here as we keep the ship moving on Benny versus the Penny. Tampa Bay, one and two at the LA Rams on Fox. It's on Fox. Chris Myers and Daryl Johnson. Now, I want you to know, Gascon, that I I might actually go to this game because I got a message from a former colleague of mine at Fox Sports Radio, the great T.J. Reeves, who... I followed him on the weekends, and he is the radio sideline reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and he's going to be in town, and he asked me if I was going to be at the game. I was like, well, I'm not planning on going to the game. Uh, and then he told me he was going to be there, so I said, okay, I'll see if I can get in there at the last minute, and then I can, uh, can schmooze. That's so pretty that. good. We haven't, I haven't talked to him in a long time. He's uh, he's down in Tampa. He's a regular down there. Was uh, a yeah. weekend host here. All uh, right, Fox Sports Radio. So that'll be great to get to. Yeah, I love I love uh, TJ, and we had some fun with him back in the day. And so it's always good. He's part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association yeah. guest on, which you will soon be part of once they hear this podcast. Yeah, but most uh, of those people go up and up, right? They they go to climb onto higher stages. Is that uh, accurate? Uh, not everyone. Uh, <sighs> we've got guys making French fries. Uh, not everyone, you know. All right. Well, I hope I, I hope I I'm hope I'm a part of that upper echelon. You're just as likely to be the face of the NFL network like Andrew Siciliano or uh, make uh, make cheeseburgers and push shopping carts. I mean, not, those are good jobs people need, but uh, anyway. All right, so Tampa Bay and the Rams. The Rams open a nine-point favorite. They're a 10-point favorite. It's going to be 75 degrees at kickoff at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers here, even though I love the Rams. A Tampa Bay, their defense is, is not horrific. They're 14th in yards. They're actually better this year than the Cowboys statistically. And I love how Shaq Barrett, the guy that got away from Denver, has played. He's the new QB killer for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bringing back memories of Warren Sapp and some of those great uh, you know, Brooks and some of those great defensive players back in the day as he's uh, off to a record-setting start for sacks the first three weeks of the year. The, the Rams, the main reason not to take the Rams is because they have no dimensions to their offense. They're a grinded-out team right now. Jared Goff has yet to have a dominant performance. Todd Gurley is half the man he used to be in the backfield. Uh, and so yeah, I know the Rams are somehow 3-0, and but they're doing it with ugly, grind-out wins. They're not getting a lot of style points. You say, well, Tampa Bay's a bad team. They should blow the doors. Yeah, they should. But Jameis Winston, who's played very well in the first half of games, he's been a mistake-prone mess in the second half. I saw a stat. His passer rating is 111 before halftime. In the second half, it's below 60. And the Rams mob squad, that defense is is too legit to quit. They have a very good defense. There's some of these veterans they brought in so far have found the fountain of youth. But again, the main reason uh, that I'm going to bet against the, the Rams to cover is Jared Goff. He's like a lost puppy dog, and uh, you're going to have to keep scoring points. Now, the, the thing that could change this is if, if, if famous Jameis throws three interceptions and a couple of pick sixes, obviously the Rams will win this game 40-10, to 10, but I say that doesn't happen. Buccaneers will hang around. Ten points is too many, and, and the Rams also have, I believe they play the Thursday game next week. I think they play the Seahawks next week, so they have a short, short week, peak ahead, NFC West rival, Rams 31, Bucks 23. Penny going with the Rams. Can ram it all day and ram it all night. Damn right. Can ram it all day. You can can ram it all night. All right, Seattle 
Two and one, Arizona, 0-2 and one. It's on Fox, and yet another Dick Stockton game for the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> I feel like Do- Dick Stockton is the personal broadcaster for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, uh, young and the and old. I think this is it's at least the second, if not the third, Cardinals game. Mr. Stockton has done. Dick Stockton and Mark Schlereth on the call on this game. The Seahawks open a three-point favorite. They are favored by five, and I am all over. Seattle in this game. I don't normally like road favorites. That's a bad formula. Uh, but I am going to take the Seattle Seahawks here. Uh, a couple of reasons why. Number one, Russell Wilson is licking his chops. The Cardinals are missing both starting defensive backs. You could not ask for a better opportunity to go blitzkrieg if you're Seattle against a divisional opponent. I, you know, sometimes they'll say, well, watch out for the wounded bear. But don't watch out for the wounded Cardinal. I Again, I typically don't like road favorites, but this is an exception to the rule. Uh, I also love the fact Seattle lost last week. So you have the zigzag theory in play here. A little more pep in their step. Russell Wilson's been great coming off a loss. Uh, I think 16-8 and eight is the number against the, the spread uh, over, over the years here in that situation. Uh, recent years. Well, not that recent. But, uh, but anyway, secondly... Uh, you know who has the most bad throws in the NFL? Which quarterback has the most bad throws? Kyler Murray. Ding, 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 ding. This guy has been overmatched by the NFL. It's not his fault. Shouldn't have been the number one pick. Anyone with half a brain knows that. Uh, Murray is pacing the NFL in bad throws. He leads the NFL in pass attempts, but is not even in the top 10 in yards because he's averaging 6.1 yards per attempt. That is 30th in the NFL only Mitch Trubisky has been worse among quarterbacks who have started three games. Uh, so it's a hard sell. Cardinals have been a terrible home team. Going back to last year, they're 1-8-1, and one, and they're the worst in the NFL. They rank last in the NFL in points per game and yards per game at home in that span. Seahawks, 30. Cardinals, 20. Penny likes you, too, going with the Seahawks. Four more, Ben. Four more. All right. Next up, Minnesota at Chicago, two and one versus two and one. It's on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Bears open a three-point favorite. They're a two and a half point favorite now. Mild weather at Soldier Field, seventy-seven degrees. I'm going with the public, which is not a good thing, but I'm taking the Vikings here. Minnesota's going to have to ride that Dalvin Cook train. Cook leads the NFL in rushing. He's off to an Adrian Peterson type start. And uh, Mike Zimmer, he's running the hide the quarterback offense, trying to hide Kirk Cousins. Vikings are second in the NFL in rushing yards per game. Only the Ravens have been better. And Minnesota, they average the second fewest passing yards per game. That actually will help the Vikings win this game because the Bears are a very opportunistic defense. They uh, you know, picking off quarterbacks and whatnot. Uh, so the Vikings will play it close to the vest. The Bears have a great defense. They had a dominant performance there against uh, Chicago or I guess Washington and Chicago, but I don't trust Trubisky. Uh, not only a quarterback, he's terrible. 27th-ranked quarterback in the NFL. Uh, this game will be tight. Vikings will pull the upset. Minnesota, 24. The Bears, 23. Penny likes your thinking. Go with Minnesota. All right, next up, Jacksonville at Denver. It's on CBS. Andrew Catalan and James Lofton have the call. It'll be sunny, 86 degrees at the stadium. They now call Empower Field at Mile High. (laughs) I don't know if I like that or not. I I don't, but they didn't ask me. I didn't cut a check. Uh, I'm going to take, now the line, Broncos a three-point favorite. I'm going to take Jacksonville 
And I'm also going with the public on this. To me, this matchup favors Jacksonville. Uh, everyone's waiting for Gardner Minshew to suck and have a bad game. The guy seems unfazed by all this. Uh, he's unencumbered by the level of competition. I expect more good stuff. He's accurate. When you're accurate, you don't have many bad games when you're accurate. I'm in on the Minshew mania. Uh, so far in 2019, Denver has a total of three quarterback hits, no sacks, and no turnovers. They stink. El stinkaroo. And as Emmanuel Sanders said after the game last week against the Packers, the Broncos are living in a world of suck. Denver's lost seven straight games while scoring fewer than 17 points per game. I know that includes last year, obviously, but the trend has continued. The main reason I like Jacksonville, what is their moniker? What are they known as? Saxonville, right? Joe Flacco has been in the pressure cooker all season. Entering this week, jump ball Joe has been hurried 22 times. Most in the NFL, and you look at Jacksonville. Now, they had nine sacks last week, but they're tied for the NFL lead with 13 sacks. They will be all over Joe Flacco's junk. Uh, I'm taking Jacksonville to win the game outright. Go, Jags, go. 27-17. to 17. Penny going the opposite way with the Denver Broncos. You want a quick fun fact that I was going to do a trivial, but let's give you the fun fact? Yeah, give me it. Uh, this weekend in Denver, Gardner Minshew might have used this on the overnight show last night, but Gardner Minshew can join blank as the only player in NFL history with a 95 or better quarterback rating in each of their first four games. The answer, who do you think it is real quick? It's Aaron Brooks. Aaron Brooks. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, it's, it's Mark Rippin. Oh, wow. The old Redskins, yeah. Redskins quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. How obscure. I love when the answer is obscure. How obscure is that? Yeah, Mark people, Rippin. Most people don't even Super remember Bowl. who that is. Super Bowl quarterback, though, Mark. That's right. All right, Sunday Night Football, Dallas 3-0 at New Orleans 2-1. It's on NBC with Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth, a little Sunday night action. Cowboys are two-and-a-half point favorite. They open at one-and-a-half. The pick, uh, I'm taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. The Saints were essentially handed the game last week by the Seahawks. Uh, They played football follies. They lost the stat sheet. New Orleans, they won the game. That is not a sustainable formula. New Orleans averaged just 5.3 yards per play. They had only 265 total yards. Seattle averaged almost 7 yards per play. They had 515 yards. 515 yards, and they lost the game. In other words, it's unsustainable, as we said. Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to get better. The Cowboys have a pretty good defense. The Saints need more chunk plays. He's averaged less than seven yards per attempt, Bridgewater. And I know why he's doing that. They're playing it close to the vest, Minnesota, conservative, dumbed-down offense. But you got to give me more. you got to give me more. The Cowboys, with a win, would be off to their best start in 12 years since 2007 when they started out 5-0. Dallas has the Packers next week. All right, so they have the Packers next week. Will they be caught in that spot looking ahead? I say no. It's a national televised game. Uh, you don't get extra credit for beating Drew Brees and the Saints. But this is a golden opportunity to win in a hostile environment. Cowboys will pull it out. Dallas 31, New Orleans 23. Penny tailing your hair going with the Cowboys. Last one. All right, last one, Monday Night Football, Cincinnati 0-3, Pittsburgh 0-3. It's on ESPN. Joe Tessitore and Booger, Booger McFarland. The Steelers opened a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. They are currently favored by four. The pick is in. Oh, boy. 
P.U. What stinks? I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, the reason why Cincinnati actually has more playmakers, it seems odd to say that in a Bengals-Steelers game because normally that's the other way, but the Bengals have more playmakers here. This should be a field goal game. This should be anybody's game. You're getting over a field goal. I like taking the points in games like that. Andy Dalton's a better quarterback than Mason Rudolph. Very rarely is Andy Dalton the better quarterback in a matchup. The Bengals, as I said, they have more weaponry the Steelers are the second worst team in third down defense in the NFL, so there's an opportunity for the Bengals to keep the chains moving. Only the Redskins have been worse. And my favorite stat to sum up the, the lazy river of mediocrity of Pittsburgh is Mason Rudolph in his first start with the Steelers against the 49ers. You know how many passes he completed? We used this on the overnight show, but maybe you missed it. How many passes he completed that traveled more than one yard downfield? The answer is is two. That had not happened since a guy named Tim Tebow in his heyday. Uh, So uh, I I realize I'm going against the trend here. Over the years, Pittsburgh has been pure cash, straight cash homie in primetime games. They're 10-5 and against the spread. The last uh, 15 Monday night football games, uh, previous 15 instances. Uh, But this is a bad team. And it's you know be a close game. You like the points, divisional game. Bengals twenty, Steelers nineteen. Pain agreement here. Going with the Bungles. All right, that'll put the baby to bed. Thank you, uh, Gagon, Gascon, and uh, email us real fifth hour with F I F T H real fifth hour at Ben Maller. Follow us on Twitter at Ben Maller. Whatever your Twitter account is, Gascon. David J Gascon. Yes, you can follow me there. Of course. All right. Have a great weekend. We'll see how we did. We'll have uh, the next radio show Sunday night into Monday, and we will have the the uh, reaction to how we did on Benny versus Penny. Have a great weekend. Thank you for downloading. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.